Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Hey, guys. It is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic. When I can, I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from, with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, so you really want to make a podcast? Do, 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 do. Yeah, what if we just sang our um, music? Maybe we should get some real music, Samantha. The podcast came. Oh, you're still recording. Three, two. Survival Jobs is a podcast spotlighting artists, their side hustles, and their passions. Hosted by Samantha Tinsolo and Jason A. Coombs. Boom. Sweet. Okay. Love it. Hello, Jason. Hello, Sikorax. Here we are. I mean, I can't believe it's been so long. <laughs> Isn't it shocking that our hiatus lasted a lot longer than we told our audience? <laughs> I have this podcast I listen to that I used to love. You used to always take these damn breaks. Now I hate them. Like, you're always taking breaks. <gasps> That's how I feel that about us because we left for so long. I hope no one hates us. <laughs> Dear everyone, if you're listening, if you hate us, don't hate us anymore. Because we're back. <laughs> exactly. Listen, I feel like the both of us were sort of on the same wavelength as we usually are. And we were, yeah. life came back and we like jumped into jobs and jumped into like hustling. And it was yeah. overwhelming and for me anyway, very mentally overwhelming where mm-hmm. I just needed a beat to like get balance back and remember yeah. how to do all of the things. <laughs> all of the things. And now, well, you had like 900 survival jobs. Yeah, well, I was, I've been working free. Unfortunately, um, <laughs> you know, life had to start it back up again, even though we're still in this pandemic and had to, just, you know, make money. So <laughs> I started doing Yeah, we're still in the pandemic. I literally just had COVID, everyone. <laughs> I'm fine. Yeah. Don't worry. She survived, thankfully. So, yeah, we've Hello. had two COVID cases during this pandemic. During, uh, <laughs> during the podcast. During the podcast. You know, I... I think we both said like we're never going back to a restaurant. So that's been nice to not have to do that and to work creative jobs the past couple of months. What's been your favorite creative job you've done since the last time we've been on this podcast? Well, my friend Katie, who runs Female Voices Rock Film Festival, um, asked me for some help running that, which was the first weekend in December. And, and she heard you don't about- know... I was just going to say, <laughs> you're the king of a film festival, so how perfect. Something like that, I guess, no. <laughs> but um, yeah, she asked for help, and I was happy to help. So I was, you know, doing that for a couple months, and then we had our big uh, weekend, the weekend of December uh, 2nd, 3rd, 4th, 5th, and it was really successful. You know, we empower female writers and filmmakers to create. Katie does an amazing job at that, and I was so fortunate to be part of the team of all these badass women. It was very um, inspiring. Very inspiring to create and to get back into Bridgeport Film Fest. So that's so good. 
Also, since we last released an episode, our very first guest ever has <gasps> transformed into a giant movie star. Yes. <laughs> like, actually, though. <laughs> I know. It's incredible. Like, shout out to Robin DeJesus for mm. being a movie star in Tick, Tick, Boom. And if you haven't seen it, you should. He is unreal and that is like my unbiased opinion even though he is my best friend i cried and cried and cried (laughs) and he is so good (laughs) it's true i I went to the theaters to see it because i was like i gotta support him in the movie theater and i was like crying like the whole time you know to see someone like robin's such a great person so like i i've been fortunate to meet a lot of people yeah i've been fortunate to meet like a lot of people who have been successful and like not everyone is that kind and, and genuine and, and generous as, as he is so it was like really cool to see someone who like deserves that success like to get mm. it you know? and then it was like i mean the movie was fantastic oh yeah unreal unbelievable yeah. oh my you got God. to go to the premiere right i did he he <laughs> was kind enough to bring me as one of his guests to the new york premiere which was unbelievable that night yeah. for me just to to watch him watch his movie at this giant premiere at a Broadway theater in New York was just like so surreal and so beautiful. And just like you said, he's such a good person. So deserving of all the things. Wait, Jason. So who do we have on today? Who is our first guest back after our long, long hiatus? We have an amazing, amazing person that I met a while ago and his name is Ruffin Prentice III, and he's a phenomenal actor and mm-hmm. really another genuine good person. And I asked him to be on the podcast, and he was like, of course, I'd be honored. And I was like, what do you mean, honor? Like, I'm honored that you're honored. Yeah. Like, it was like an honor fest. So An honor fest. Jason, <laughs> I love fest. that. Honor fest. <laughs> so should we do uh, Ruffin's bio? You want to start? I do want to start. Thank you for that, Jason. (laughs) (laughs) Ruffin Prentice is a New York-based actor originally from Richmond, Virginia, which sidebar, shout out to our former guest, Emma, also from Richmond, Virginia. Mm. Um, After getting a BA in theater arts from the University of Pittsburgh and receiving an MFA in acting from Rutgers University, he moved to New York City to pursue his dreams. Since then, he has appeared in reoccurring roles on television, done audiobooks, voiceovers, radio and television commercials, and voiced the lead character in the video game Watch Dogs 2. Fierce. Yes, video gas, right? Yeah. He's pretty fierce. Well, hello. He's like, and I got a master's, and I was reoccurring. That's fierce. <laughs> His television credits include Insecure, the final season, which I'm amped are about. You, like, by the way, are you okay? Because I know this is your favorite show. One of it them. It is, right? No, it yeah. is. It is one of my favorite shows because I mean, I, I think we talked about how much I love Issa Rae. And, like, she has been such a instrumental and monumental reason why I decided to write, you know, why I made my web series. Like, I watched Awkward Black Girl, uh, you know, a long time ago. And I was like, if she can do this and I can do it, you know? So I, I owe so much to her. And, like, seeing someone that you know work with someone that you idolize was so incredible that I was so happy for him. And I was like, oh, oh my God. So anyway, back to his bio. Besides Insecure, he's done so many other shows. Like the um, his other credits include The Arrangement, Elementary, Power, Madam Secretary, and The Mysteries of Laura. His New York theater credits include uh, Lincoln Center Education, Epic Theater Ensemble, Ricochet Collective, and Billy Holiday Theater. And his regional credits include the Guthrie Theater, People's Light, and Crossroads Theater. Boom. Bam. Bam, So excited to talk to him. Yeah. 
All right, let's bring Ruffin in. Hi, welcome to Survival Jobs, a podcast. Thank you for having Hello. me. Thank you. <laughs> Hi, y'all. Hi. It's so exciting to have you. It's so exciting <laughs> to see you. And like, I know we're not in person, but like, it's been literally like two years. It's been a <laughs> long time. Wait, how do you guys um, know each other? We met at an audition. Yeah, um, do you believe that? Was Was it Mark Sachs' office? That's what that's I don't what remember. I remember it mind. was downtown, right? And we were like kind of lost. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think I think it was Mark Sachs, one of those CBS. He cast so many yeah. of those CBS procedural shows. Yep. Um, yeah, we just had such a great conversation. It was really isn't, good. Isn't yeah. that amazing? I love this industry. I hate this industry and I love it also because of things like this. Like you guys literally met on an audition and here we are two years later on this podcast. Like it's so dope. Was it for the same part or was it? I don't think part? it was. I don't think it was for the okay. same part. I couldn't yeah. remember that part of the, yeah. the story. So we weren't in competition. So <laughs> <laughs> there's enough. There's enough pie for everyone. Enough I was going to you got you got to live by the rule of what's yours is yours or else you'll you know what's meant for you is meant for you and what's meant for someone else is meant for someone else it's never it's never that thing of like man that was my job no it was their job mm. yours is coming you know so, you, so otherwise you you will go crazy hashtag facts i love that hashtag yeah. facts <laughs> and hashtag like don't obsess about things that don't happen just exactly what you said because it was not meant for you Great. So I just want to jump right in again. Thank you so much for coming on. This podcast is called survival jobs, a podcast, and we are coming back after a super long hiatus. You're a very successful working actor now. Congratulations. But you know, everybody has a journey and a story of how you got there. Can you share an experience from one of your survival jobs along the way that has positively impacted your career now or how you got there? Uh, my favorite survival <laughs> job uh, and still one that I do when I'm in Harlem is uh, I teach spin classes by far my favorite thing. So I, I had come back from I started going out to L.A. for pilot season because I felt like, you know, being in the room with the producers and like I felt it felt better than just sending my tape into the ether and being like, eh, maybe. Um, I just felt like sure. I could read the room a little bit more, you know, um, and I, I had come close to a couple of things, didn't book anything. And I was depressed. I mean, like eating my feelings, drinking my feelings. And oh, yeah. uh, I get it. I, <laughs> we both go, yeah. Been there, done that. Yeah. Still doing Often, that. Often, yeah. It was like I yesterday. <laughs> it have, it, of course. It's, it's like, it's, I think it's par for, for the course for this industry. But I came back from LA and my girlfriend, who's now my wife, she was like, uh, uh, dude, you gain like 20 pounds. Uh, and that's okay. I love you. But are you okay? You know, and she knew I loved taking spin classes. And she was like, you know, you've got some downtime. Why don't you look into maybe trying to become an instructor? And I was like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. But I ended up... Uh, uh, auditioning for Flywheel, which no longer exists. It's a company that that went out of business during the pandemic, actually. But um, I used to go to Flywheel, actually, because Flywheel was on ClassPass a lot. Ah, ClassPass. <laughs> yes. Classic, classic yeah. ClassPass. Getting exactly. around the city wherever you need to go. Yeah. But yeah, no, so I, I auditioned there and um, 
I lost a ton of weight. It was like a win, it was a win-win because I was getting to help people, which was helping me, like it was filling my cup, you know, like getting to uh, teaching a class and someone coming up and um, being like, hey, this was my favorite part of my day. I needed this or I'm ready to go into my day because of how class was. And I was also cutting that weight and also just not so focused on like the next audition. Like that was the extra thing because this what this was at the moment what was giving me life. That is by far my favorite thing. Here's the funniest thing though. My wife was on a TV show called The Arrangement and she was getting ready to go to shoot season two. I get an audition for it. I end up booking a role to leave and go do it. After we oh, shoot wow. the season, which was, which was super amazing. But after we shoot the season, we come back and I'm at a screening of a friend's movie. And this woman comes up to me and she's like, I know you. And I'm like, yeah, the arrangement, I know. But she actually, she was like, I took two of your classes at Flywheel and I thought I finally found my person. I found my instructor and then you disappeared. Oh, oh, oh I just got jealous. <laughs> he caught me right before I booked that role in there. So I, that, that both like made me feel great, but it also was like, hang, I let her down, you know, so. How funny you're like, yes, you recognize me from TV. And she's like, from my <laughs> spin class and you left That's me. Right. You son of a bitch. She's feeling some kind Um, of way. (laughs) So where do you teach now in Harlem if Flywheel is no longer? There's a small Black-owned boutique called Harlem Cycle. They've been around for a couple years now, about to open a second location. It's just like small community, beautiful, like family energy. There's no like high strung, I got to get this class in downtown Tribeca energy, you know, but like it's a... And, you know, it's great music, great energy, and it's uh, less pressure than like some of the corporate spin places. Um, sure. it's, been a, it's been a really great place to work at. I, it's like nice to hear that you enjoy what you do, right? Good thing. It goes a long ways because as we all know, there are survival survival jobs that do the opposite. They drain you. <laughs> Which we should have the switch, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. speaking of, great transition. I know. <laughs> Thank you. We're setting that up. (laughs) (laughs) What was your worst survival job and why? My worst survival job, I was working with the temp agency and they placed me at the Ralph Lauren mansions on Madison Avenue. Now the job itself, there were some really great elements to it. Like some of the people I got to work with were spectacular, but at the time I was so broke um, and I was doing oh. something called guest services. So I either had to stand at the door and open the door for people all day, or I had on like this butler jacket. And like, if someone was shopping, I'd bring up an Americano or like they'd order things. Oh, sometimes while they're shopping? To, while they're shopping. Um, <laughs> like the cool thing is like Hillary Clinton came in, Kevin Love wow. from the Cleveland uh, Cavaliers came in like you know I got to serve them food which was like oh cool <laughs> but at the same time like you know I'm doing this service for people and like you hold the door for someone and they don't even like make eye contact with you or don't say thank you that in itself was demoralizing mm. and then like I was so broke that seeing people spend thousands and thousands of dollars I was just like you could give that to me you know like <laughs> yeah. it was yeah it was so or even just uh, give me 100 100 yeah, just, just, <laughs> yeah you could you could give me a thousand dollars and i might make more than 
I would in, you know, two weeks, three weeks of shifts. And, uh, wow. you know, it was that was one thing. And then I ended up booking a video game, which this is kind of like where I felt my career start to shift a little bit. But they pushed back the shoot date while I was doing this. And so, like, I had put in, like, my two weeks. And then I kind of had to, like, say, hey, actually, I need to oh. stay on this. And they, they brought me back. There was one employee, and there's no name, but the one employee who looked me in the eyes and said, I heard you got a job. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you know, a lot of actors come in through here and they get jobs, but you'll be back. Uh -huh. And it was, wow. I was so caught off guard. I just remember it shook my whole day. I, it stayed with me overnight and something in his spirit must have felt like he needed to apologize. The next day he apologized to me. But that was one of the hardest things I've ever heard, like to, that he had that expectation of me instead of being happy for the achievement or feeling like it was a valid achievement. Wow, I'm so sorry that happened. You um, know, yeah. I really feel like people who aren't actors or artists or experience like fulfillment from art, they just don't get it. And their ignorance sometimes is so big that yeah. it's just and then it's, it negatively affects us and it's just sad it's sad i was gonna say it's sad that they don't get it but they get other things right but and hey you showed them <laughs> you know like when i got when i got married i went into the store and i bought me a really only only part of my tux i got my tux made for me which was like oh the first first suit i've ever had made for me yes I, I hashtag goals hashtag goals <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I made sure I was like, I got to have one nice Ralph Lauren purple label something. And my bow tie was Ralph Lauren. And I went to the store and I bought it and I felt like full circle. I earned this moment. Um, it wasn't from that salesperson, but it still felt good. Oh, yeah. So many probably were like, oh, hey, Hillary. <laughs> What's up, Hillary? Yeah, I'm like, here look, too. look at my bow tie. <laughs> oh, that's so beautiful. Love that. Um, so, at what age were did you get the acting bug, and and what was the like driving force behind you wanting to become an actor? So the first time I ever had the idea was in third grade. I had a really wonderful third grade teacher. Her name is Miss Hicks, uh, Mrs. Hicks, and shout out to Mrs. Still, Hicks. Shout out to Mrs. Hicks, who's actually <laughs> from New York, and <laughs> I ended up joining a. a Black fraternity, uh, historically black fraternity. And she was in a historically black sorority. She's a Delta and she had all these elephants around the room. And I'm like, what are these elephants doing? Anyways, <laughs> that in itself was inspiration, but she uh, she wanted me to do an oratorical contest um, in third grade. And so I said, yes, cause I'm my outgoing self, whatever, you know? Um, and I got honorable mention, but that was great for me. Cause I'm like, I've, I've never amazing. done this before. Yeah. And then we had a project where she she asked everyone, what do you want to be when you grow up? I didn't say what I wanted to be. I said, who? I said, I want to I want to be Denzel Washington. Oh, and my I took God. a picture of Denzel. It's a good one. It's a good one to pick. I, I, I took out a picture of Denzel and I put it on the poster board and I took my third grade face and put it on his body. That oh was <laughs> that was the first time. But, you know, honestly, it, it felt like a hobby. I'm, I'm from uh, Richmond, Virginia. And there isn't a lot of oh, industry. BA. BA. That's right. Two up, two down. Um, 
you know, it, it felt like a hobby. It didn't feel like it could be a real profession. So it wasn't until I got to undergrad where I had like some teachers, I was going to just be a theater minor, but I had some teachers be like, Hey, if you want to do this, I think you can. And that's where I got the idea for grad school. And, uh, you know, I got lucky. I went to the university of Pittsburgh and they had uh, MFA pedagogy program. And so those students studying to be teachers had a really great impact on me. That's amazing. And when you were talking about putting your face on Denzel, you were like, it was on this poster. And I just kept visioning <laughs> you being like, and it's still here in my living room. <laughs> like, and I look at it every day and think about how far I've come. <laughs> come on, you gotta, you, you gotta have that vision board ready. You know, Hello. I do. Um, side question, what's your favorite Denzel movie since you know he's like your inspiration? Oh my goodness. Is that a hard, that a hard question? That is a hard <laughs> one. I mean, I, th- I yeah. think Malcolm X to me is the best biopic I've ever seen. Like, you know, he, he's so transformational. They, I have a teacher who said she saw him do Chickens Come Home to Roost, which is the first time he played Malcolm X on stage. It was at the New Federal Theater with Woody King. They said he was so good that when he walked on stage, people were screaming, because Malcolm had passed at this time, of course, but like, Malcolm, Malcolm, you're back. Just from his first line. I've heard these like stories of that. And my teacher, Incredible. she said, uh, she said he was so good. You, you, uh, he made you think that he was light skinned. I was like, wow. <laughs> transformed all together on stage. Uh, uh, that's, that's one of my favorite Denzel's for sure. But there, there are so many. I could watch them all. That's hilarious. <laughs> that's pretty amazing. So you've been, part of so many really, really quality shows and whatnot. Can you tell us about your first like really big audition and what that felt like and what happened? What was the outcome of it? (laughs) Sure. Uh, You know, I I remember getting this audition. I might've been like two, maybe, maybe a month out of school, out of Rutgers. I got my master's there and uh, I got this audition and it was a fake name and fake sides but as I'm reading it, I'm like, oh, this feels like Star Wars. This feels like Star Wars. Sure enough, it was. <laughs> Wait, how did you uh, figure it out? How fierce is that, though? I mean, it, y'all. <laughs> y'all. You just know. You just knew. You just, yeah. And then, and then um, so I go into the audition, and it's like this big shootout scene. I'm like, how do you play this? In a self, t- I'm so green. <laughs> I don't know anything, but they played it. They were like, you, you can use the room. We're going to follow you. Um, and there was this column in the room. So I like ducked behind the column. I had, I had fun. Um, needless to say, this was for the role of Finn. And nothing came from it. But yeah. I had a great time. You know, there were like no producers or no names in the room. It was just a casting director. Probably the first pass, you know, of seeing, oh, maybe this guy could be. It was fun. Yeah. That does sound fun. I love that you're like, this feels like possibly <laughs> Star Wars. <laughs> they didn't and tell it, you? Uh, had, until no. you. Oh, wow. On, honestly, I know the announcement that they were about to start the, what do you call it? The next trilogy of films had come out. When I read the script, I was like, space. This has to be Star Wars. It just has to be. So so what's it like being a reoccurring character on some of the popular shows that you've been on, like Elementary, which I know I was reoccurring background in Elementary. So maybe we saw <laughs> <Yes>. each other. 
I was. <laughs> I was. Because in the squad room, they needed the same background years ago. Oh, that's great. This is not about me. I just wanted to sidebar. Um, yeah. So what's it like being reoccurring on these like very well-known popular shows? What's that feel um, like? Power, you know, SEAL team. You know, every every set is different. And then depending on like what the workload is for you is different. So you're always when this when you're not like a regular and like you didn't start out as a regular, like from the pilot episode or season one, um, you're always trying to find your way on where you fit, you know, like something like elementary. My first scene was with Lucy Lou, and I was like, you know, this is like a childhood crush. This is like Charlie yeah. Angels. <laughs> You know, yes. this is Charlie's Angels. I mean, hello, you know, <laughs> and she was she was so kind, and she, you know, she would just Aww. be like, "Do you need anything in between takes?" And she was a great scene partner, and you know, she knows her notes, and so it's just like really trying to hear her musicality of the show and like figure out where you fit in. Um, but something like Seal Team was like a childhood dream. It's like you got this gun in your hand and I played yes. the, uh, I played the Navy EOD. So the explosive ordinance disposal technician. So I am basically doing hurt locker, Jeremy Renner. Je- uh, what's his name? Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yes. Yeah. Thank you. That was, that was so cool because it was like make believe like they put this fake bomb in front of me and I'm just like, you know, just finding things to do, but like sweating over, yeah, like trying, you know, it, it was, uh, it's everything my kid self would have dreamed of. And then like, you get in these like fire, these, these gunfire shootouts and squibs are going off. And literally you, you don't have to act at all, you know, because there are these like bangs oh and explosions and um, your body just is in it. So it was super, yes. super exciting to work on that. Wow, that That's so exciting. Fun. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> how, that's like how, goals right there. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like how thrilling when when you like book acting work like number one, like that's enough. But then to have the job be so fun and exciting, like I can't even yeah. imagine what that feels like. And we shot in LA. So like mm. it's tough to beat the weather and the sunshine. Mm. And I like LA when I'm working in LA. So <laughs> <laughs> that goes that goes a long ways. <laughs> yeah. For you sure. did like what seven, eight episodes of that show, right? Seal Team. Yeah, I, I think I did seven episodes of that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. A lot did of you fun. stay in LA or did you have to keep running back and forth? I stayed in LA and I did have one gap between a couple of episodes before I mm-hmm. came back. So I got to come home and went to New York, spent time with family, and then flew back out to LA for a couple more. I always say I wish LA was like so much closer because I really do like it. But (laughs) like my friends and my family, I do love New York, but I wish I could just bop over. It's, it's, it's a trek. It's like a real, you know, it's a, it's a commitment. (laughs) I think you say it's a commute. I'm like, yes, it is. It's a commute. A big commute to work. It's a commute, you know? Well, your last pretty awesome role was on Insecure. As cousin Thomas, that's uh, on the final season. I I love Issa Rae so much. She's like probably my biggest idol right now. So I was so happy for you, and I was so proud. Like it was like pretty amazing that you get to be part of this like iconic show. Thank you know you. that's like such a groundbreaking show for the community. So like 
I don't know, like working with her, would she give me any advice? Did you learn anything from working with her? And how does it feel to be part of something like, because I mean, out of all your credits, that's the one I was like, oh my God, like that's so freaking cool. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, she is everything that you would think she would be in terms of her presence and her grace. Um, yeah. Honestly, I've never seen someone wear so many hats and still be a kind person. Um, she. I just got chills. I love that. She's she's the you know the epitome of how you want to carry yourself when you make it to where you want to make it. Um, and so honestly, I, you know, it was never like let me let me bend your ear or let me get advice from you, but like yeah. We had a night shoot in LA and it, it, the temperature dips a little bit and we had these heaters out and she was like, do you need a coat? I was like, you know, if I'll, I'll get it when I go back to my trailer. And she's like, do you need a coat? I'm like, uh, and she gave him a coat, you know, like she really <laughs> was just taking care of everyone. And, but at the same time, like we sit down for this uh, like dinner scene and the food is a little too neat on the plate. And she's the first one to be like, we've been at this table in the scene for an hour. So can I get this? Like she's oh, correcting, wow. fixing props and, mm-hmm. you know, like changing lines and and still saying her lines and being present with you during takes. It's really incredible to watch. And from that experience, I've started writing my own material because I'm like, I wanna, yes. I wanna be able to create that environment and tell tell those types of stories. Um, she is such an inspiration. Yeah, and to, yeah. and to be a part of the last season, I came so close. Unreal. To a, I came so close to a role in season two. Mm. I had like my chemistry test, and I was like, "This is going to be it." And I was just this is right after I was coming off that depression in LA, and I oh, I was wow. like two months into working for Flywheel. I'm like. This is why I needed Flywheel. It's taking the pressure off me and my mm-hmm. auditions. Yeah. And I didn't get it. And I'm so glad I didn't because like everything would have been out there, you know, like everything. Yeah. And, you know, I, I was I was getting back in shape, but I don't know if I was ready to put everything out there. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and and this role, I like I said, I'm a married man. I, I have a I have a baby who's about to turn one years old oh yeah. congratulations well, thank you thank you thank you she Aww. is uh, she's she so is adorable what's her name of my life. her name is Cressida oh my yeah. god that's a gorgeous name mm-hmm. thank you thank you wow. but yeah you know it's, it's one of those things where like this character that I was playing is a married man with kids and I was like yeah I get that now I I live that now so it was full circle in the right role for me in this time of my life so yeah that's so beautiful. It was That's so beautiful. I was kind of side eyeing you. I was like, "You're so mean to your, what, your cousin. <laughs> <laughs> he has mental health issues. Don't he, you realize? You got to communicate. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know. It's, yeah. it's spoiler. So, sorry, y'all. <laughs> no, it's it's so funny because on Twitter they were dragging my character. Oh my the, gosh! And, yeah. and to the point where uh, there's a there's another podcast, uh, the Read. Uh, Kid Fury, his read of the week was my character, like in my character's behavior. And so people were upset. And it's so funny, like, you know, you dive into a character and you think to yourself, well, you you take all judgments out because you just try to 
justify behavior. And so I, I hadn't even thought that this behavior was in any way despicable, but uh, people, people let me know. <laughs> people let me know. Wow, they let you know. <laughs> people let me know. <laughs> <laughs> so you've done like a lot of dreamy jobs already, it seems like, and, and worked with like dream people like Issa, but is there a dream person or dream job that you dream about? How many times can I say dream in one question, you guys? Not enough because you can't stop dreaming. Oh yeah, you can't. You can't, you can't, you can't. Ever. So, um, no, honestly, honestly, like you can, that's why, you know, I, I love a vision board. We talked oh, about yeah. that Denzel poster, like as a joke, but like, that's something yeah. that, you know, you got to keep looking at and make yourself and you have believe. to manifest. That's right. You know, speak it into existence. Jason and I have been manifesting a lot. Come on. <laughs> but no, honestly, like if, if you can't see it, you can't believe it. You know, it's really wow. hard. So one of the, the people I would like to work with, another one of my heroes is Will Smith. Um, oh, of course. He's got this show on, what, what is it on? It's either Netflix or I think, no, Disney Plus, where he's- Oh, his new show, yeah. Yeah, like exploring the earth and like going. And I'm like, this dude is my hero. He is just so charismatic, but also like so curious about life and about growth, you know, like someone who's accomplished so much still seems to like want to just search and find and grow. Um, I admire that so much. I came so close to a role in a new movie he's shooting. So close. Oh, wow. It's going to happen. You come, I, I, the next one. I feel like I'm coming. That's right. I'm coming close because I, I, I need to know I can be in that orbit. So, ha- Sidebar, ha- have you guys seen King Richard? Yeah. Yes. I saw Wait, it like three times. Yeah, King Richard. <laughs> I keep messing up. Yeah, it's amazing. It's yeah, incredible. No, he, he, uh, it's like his best role. He did incredible in that. He did a really wonderful job. And he drops into, um, at first, it's like, it's hard to suspend your disbelief that Will Smith is playing this character, you know, because he's Will Smith. He's yeah. Like, there were moments where I was watching it and I'm like, he's a movie star. He looks like a movie star. I don't care yeah, yeah. how great, how much he gray his hair or whatever. Yeah. But then he just kind of like, as I settled in, it was just like, you just saw like the darkness and the pain and like the, mm. the will to, to, to make this plan happen for, and the love, man, he really does such a beautiful job. It's it really, really incredible. My mom, we're watching it with my mom. <laughs> 30 minutes into the movie, she's like, he looks like Will Smith. We were like, mom. <laughs> That is Will, Mom. Why do you think we watching this? (laughs) He did his job. Okay. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Well, wow! I can't believe like this is coming to a close so quickly. How did that happen? I know. That like I know. I know. (laughs) What a great guest. (laughs) Yeah, honestly, thank you, Um, and thank you for for sharing your stories. I know. Really, you're really inspiring. Yeah. Yeah, about just like believing and manifesting and dreaming and seeing it, you know, you need mm-hmm. to be reminded of that a lot, no matter what your your art form is or where you are in your journey. So thank you. Yeah, yeah. of course. Of course. I had to make a vision board for 2020 or 2021. Let me see how that happens. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I think definitely doing 2022. Same. Um, 
it's yeah, it's it's been you know it's it's a uh, it's been a tough two years yeah. with a lot of separation from people that we love you know or not seeing them as much as you'd like to so i'm Especially hoping when you have like a baby like has oh, she met of your family yet and and she's she's met every just about everybody now. oh good okay but good. she was born in canada uh, my wife was oh, shooting wow. a show my wife was working on turner and hooch for disney plus oh and wow. so our baby is canadian yes um, <laughs> And also she, she got she got to be in her first episode of a TV show. She's in the last episode of Turner and Hooch. Um, oh. Is she? You know, oh, she is. She That's is. so amazing. Yeah. Damn, God, she has more credits than most people. <laughs> she and you know, honestly, I think because of COVID, it's like if you have a a, a actress who has a baby and that character that they're playing has a baby. They're like, can we use your baby? Yeah. Uh, you know, because it's I think it's hard to get kids to come on sets with how things are right now. Sure. He's like, can we use your baby? <laughs> <laughs> You're a superstar. We're gonna have her on this podcast next. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's right. She's speaking yet? No I'm kidding. She's walking. She's, she's wa- walking. <laughs> but uh as as my wife's manager says, she's off her only. So yeah. Oh, ooh. Yes. Good. Teach um, them young. Exactly. Right. I wish I was. I wish I could get to that level. You, you will. Come on, manifest we're it, out there. Manifest it. That's right. I guess for our last question, we're going before we play our fun little game that we told you about. If you had to go back to your least worst survival job, so at what, what was it? Not J- I want to say J.C. Penny, but it was Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. Ralph Lauren. <laughs> Ralph Lauren. Um, if you had to go back to your least favorite survival job for the next 10 years to come out of it and have your bliss dream career for the rest of your life would you do it Ooh, that's a heavy so, question it's a it's such a heavy question am it's I, my am favorite I, question am i the age i am right now oh oh or like mm. am, am, are we like going back in time and i'm oh. where i was then and i'd this have to relive it okay this has never come up i don't know <laughs> let's let's say like let's let's say right now you're at the age you are right now uh right now because of my mindset and and trying to uh co-create with god and like just believing that i can manifest things i would not go back um, because I, it might not be the blissful career, whatever, you know, that we're talking about, but I do think I would manifest something that I would fall in love with. Um, and I don't think it's worth my time, like the, the energy and the, the way it made me feel. I, I don't, I don't know yeah. if I care too much about myself. Um, oh, this is great. I was in, I, I have a life coach and we were talking about the word appointment and disappoint to, to disappoint somebody. And it comes from the root of, of course, to appoint, which means to put up or to hold in reverence, to appoint someone. Yeah. Um, and when you're so concerned with disappointing someone else, you're really dis- you're, you're opening yourself up to disappoint yourself, which means you're putting them above yourself. And so at this point in my life, I always, whether it's like a hard conversation I have to have or like 
I'm, I'm someone that really gets concerned with how people view and, and, and uh, feel about me. And I'm trying to make sure I'm worried about how I feel, you know, and like not disappointing myself, not taking myself down and putting someone above me. So going back to Ralph Lauren would be disappointing myself. Oh yeah. That's powerful. You preaching. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like. (laughs) About to start shouting over here. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Wow. I don't even know how to transition now, Jason, to the game from that. (laughs) <laughs> oh, wow. like we mm. just had this huge powerful moment <laughs> and now we're gonna be like and it's trivia time <laughs> <laughs> do you want to explain the games team or should i well yeah hit, hit the music this, this is oh oh my gosh cue the music jason why don't you explain the game since it came from your brain yes so because you have spent so much time in preparation learning how to be a seal team we wanted a SEAL team member, a member of the SEAL team, however you want to say it. We wanted to do a trivia about actors who have done other kind of like uh, roles in the SEAL team or like or police officers, those kind of roles to see how well you know those people, those other other actors who've done those roles. So that's a very long-winded way of saying first responder trivia. From TV. <laughs> From TV. <laughs> or movies. There's a couple of movies. Oh, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah. All right, Jason, awesome. kick it oh, off. I have the first one. Okay. So first one is, this is multiple choice. Multiple choice? Actor, I, love yes. multi- I love multiple choice. Yes. Yes. We got you. Yes, we got and. you. Yes, and. <laughs> yes, and. What actor plays the character of Frank Reagan on the hit cop show, Blue Bloods? Is it A, Chris North, B, Tom Selleck, C, Dan Florek, or D, Christopher Maloney? Uh, Tom Selleck. Yes. Correct. Ding, 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 wow. ding. That's right. Easy. Okay, I ain't really interested. I was like, I don't know, him. Highlight it for me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, next. What is the name of the cop role Mariska Hargitay has played for 23 seasons? A, Olivia Pope. B, Elliot Stabler. C, Olivia Benson. D, Kate Beckett. It's uh, C. Of course. Olivia Benson. Correct. Yes. <laughs> that is my queen. Mm. She she loves she loves Miss Mr. Harbertay. You want to talk <laughs> about a TV staple? She is a TV staple. I will cry yeah, right yes. now. No tears will come out of my eyes. <laughs> you don't understand. <laughs> you to put that on your vision board, Sam, for next year. Oh yeah, guest star. Mm-hmm. Yes, it's recurring. That. Mm. Oh oh. We're, we're jumping guest star. Um, don't okay. Don't limit it, Sam. Don't don't limit it. I'm not. Preach. We're going. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, who is the producer slash creator of the SBU series and the Chicago series, Chicago PD, Dick Chicago Wolf. Fire? Oh, great! Cool. Great ding, work. Ding, ding. Great three work. For three. <laughs> three for three. Wow, we're coming back hot. Yes. Okay. What show was Jimmy Smith's on where he played a detective? A. How to Get Away with Murder. B, West Wing, C, NYPD Blue, or D, The Blacklist? It's going to be my first miss. She can repeat it. I can yeah, give, give you give a it clue. To me one more time. And then give I'll give to- you a clue. Okay, yeah, okay. that's great. So A, the clue is it's an older show. It's not like a recent, I wouldn't say this is a show that has been released in the past 10 years. West Wing. So, 
Unfortunately, it's NYPD Blue. Oh! Is it close? <laughs> and by the way, it's a trick question because he was on every single one of these shows. <laughs> was he just really? Not, yeah. Just not as a... Uh, active. Just only great, on NYPD great, Blue. Great, question. You know what? Thank one. you. That was hard. But you can redeem yourself with the bonus. Yes, Jason? Yes. Yes. This is a movie one. True okay. or false. Michael B. Jordan played a Navy SEAL in both Black Panther and the film Without Remorse. True. Correct. 100%. There you go. <laughs> True. Congratulations. 100%. Congratulations. <laughs> yes, bonus. You won the bonus. bonus. <laughs> That's, I, I always love a good bonus question. Bring that grade right on back up. Come on. Yeah, it's like it's like doing the extra credit. I always That's was right. doing like the extra credit because I was so bad at the tests. <laughs> Same. That's right. You got to do them. Got to do what you got to do. Movies like past going. <laughs> didn't we have chemistry together oh we had bio together jason oh we had bio yeah in college <laughs> well that's it thank you for coming on hey thank you for having you're me the- you're best. so you're so i can't wait to watch you soar and see what you do you're really amazing i can feel your energy through this zoom screen i really you know, can i receive i receive that because i i would say like Two years ago, I would have cringed and been like, oh, don't say that about me. But I really, <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Thank it's you hard to say compliments sometimes, right? Oh. It is. It is. And don't get me wrong. Like, I said that right now. But tomorrow, if you said that to me, I might be like, hey, you don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't hear you. Don't do it. <laughs> tell tell our listeners so where they can... <laughs> He is funny. He's funny. He he's inspirational, talented. Just the list goes on and on. See, now, like, now stop, I'm about to start that. Stop, stop, stop. <laughs> Tell all of our listeners where they can follow you on social media. This is super hard to find, but uh, on social media, I am at R for my first name Ruffin. My last name Prentice. P R E N T I S S. I, 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 I'm the third. I got a lot of pressure on me to have a boy. And hey. That's the fourth. But our apprentice, mm. I, 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 follow me on Instagram, Twitter. I uh, am not quite as cool yet. I, I don't do the snapping of the chats. <laughs> and, uh, <I laughs> the ticking of the talk. I <laughs> am not, I am not doing the ticking of the talk. Um, yeah. But one day, one day, one day. You already got one new follower today and that was uh, me. So (laughs) everyone else should just follow my lead. That's right. And Samantha, where can they find us? It's been a minute. It's been a minute, but you, (laughs) as always, follow Survival Jobs on Instagram and Twitter at Survival Jobs Pod and on Facebook, Survival Jobs, a podcast. Send us an email with who you'd like to see on the show at survivaljobspod Mm. at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Thank you to Ruffin. Yeah. Thank you to Jason. Thank you to you. Thank you to us. Thank you That's to right. the universe. <laughs> Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Ruffin, so I love you so much. I'm so happy for you. I love you too, bro. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you so much for coming. It was awesome. It's great to be here. Hey, 
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theater Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theater professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 